0: what's up you guys sean ross at managing editor fightfulwrestling.com go there and get all of your wrestling news the best damn wrestling website there is we have news all day from andrew thompson and jeremy lambert and myself uh lots of exclusives lots of podcasts lots of news videos we've got a little bit of everything over there of course if you're into mma and boxing we have lots of that too including usc 235 coverage this weekend myself Showdown Joe broke that down at length. He is a good friend of one George St. Pierre who retired this past week. So we got uh the life and times of George St. Pierre, so to speak, this week as well. And of course, the most direct way to support us is subscribing to fightfulselect.com. You can get scoops and dozens of podcasts a month starting at just five dollars. But tonight we have SmackDown Live, and I am joined by one Alex Palowski. Alex I have had
1: fun this week. Yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. This uh, this company is absolutely all over the place Um, in a lot of good ways, but also just some some confusing stuff. As far as like, hey, we're gonna advertise this match; it's gonna happen on on SmackDown. Nope, we're not gonna do that. In fact, that person's not gonna appear at all. Um, Stuff like that, which is you know, okay, fine, but it's it's uh, we're, we're things are starting to take shape for Mania. A lot of people are assuming because X has happened, that means Y is going to happen at Mania. But as we've seen from this company, who knows, man? They're just throwing <laughs> stuff out there and seeing what sticks.
0: Well, as long as they go with what sticks, I'm happy with that. And it seems like lately they have been. They've been like, oh, okay, let's see how much juice we can get out of this. And that, that isn't the case all across the board, but I'll discuss what i know as it comes about Uh, of course i do have some notes up on fightful select go over there check it out and a reminder every friday i release the fightful wrestling weekly which has about a thousand words worth of exclusives maybe it's uh stuff that didn't fit into an article maybe it's stuff from an interview that i've done over the past month or so uh maybe it's just backstage information that that would fit there but it is uh is a column unique to fightful and uh Yeah, just a little something maybe to catch you guys up in case you all missed some exclusives on Fightful recently. But before we get into the show, let's go ahead and talk about the big returns without going too far into the weeds because we'll we'll be addressing that pretty quickly. Kevin Owens, Matt Hardy, both back on the show, uh, Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy, PW Insider Report, had their contracts rolled over. I I can tell you that WWE told the Hardys of their intent to continue working with them a couple of months ago. Kevin Owens has had vignettes aired for months and clearly wasn't ready, has spent a lot of time at the Performance Center, has really helped out a lot of people with their promos there, and now he's back. And I love what they did last week with him saying, yeah, I'll be back in about a month. Then he shows up the next week. That is a really nice swerve, Alex.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, it might be a swerve. Or when he recorded that video, he might have actually believed he was going to be back in a month. <laughs> and by the time it made it to air, the plans had changed. Or honestly, if you told me plans had changed between last Tuesday and tonight, I would say, yeah, okay. They might have said, hey, Kevin, are you ready to go? We don't been working on the PC. People down there say, look, right, right. Are you ready? Um, sure. Like when? Like two weeks? No, uh, two days from now. Like honestly, I have no idea. Everything's completely <clears throat> out there to be had as possibilities at this point. Um, it, it keeps everybody on their toes. Like as like it, it, it was we said, the the end of Raw last night was a, was a was a pretty great total shocker. I mean we knew Batista was gonna be back, we didn't think it was gonna be back like that. And then the beginning of SmackDown, like another total shocker way out of left field. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I'm fine being blindsided with this kind of stuff. I love I swear, it. I want to know that there's there's a that there's a plan ahead of time as opposed to we're yeah. gonna do this and just fly by the seat of our pants because we've seen them do that before and it's hit or miss.
0: Well, people, people in NXT didn't know about last week and this week. I had no clue. I mean, I, and I love that man. I love it. It. You know, sometimes it's my job to know this stuff, and and we get subscriptions based on knowing this stuff. But when it happens, I'm not like upset about it. I'm like, hell yeah, that's awesome. It it made me happy to see. And we'll, we'll talk more uh, as we go on. Let's go ahead and talk about this opening segment. Shane McMahon had an off night on the Ooh. microphone, Alex. He said, an overnight sensation. And Stephanie McMahon was like, even Stephanie was like, come on now. And then he goes, 11 years in the making I love that Stephanie reminded Daniel that he was sitting in a leather chair.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a nice touch. Yeah. They then throw to a nice Kofi Kingston refresher to show you, hey, he's been around for 11 years, but it's not like he hasn't done anything. Right. He's actually very good.
1: Yeah, I think there's, there, there, there are a lot of people, I think, um, uh, younger fans, fans who – were lapsed or or recently started watching that only know him from the new day. I mean, the new day has been sure. around for years and years it, and years. So, I mean,
0: maybe maybe if the, you know, there are twelve, thirteen year olds that maybe started watching when they were seven or eight and have yeah. no idea he did yeah. anything else.
1: Right, exactly. Um, uh, I, I I think it was I think it was um, strategic on their part to not have him uh, to not show any clips of him talking hmm. back when he was Jamaican because that would confuse a lot of the children. Um, but, uh, yeah, this, this was interesting. It was good. Um, I, 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 you mentioned the leather thing, the leather chair. I really wish that they would have had like some fun little thing. Like somebody would have had the idea that, you know, here's the leather chair and Rowan comes out from the back with like this wicker chair. That's obviously made out of like all the whole recyclable material that he carries around with him. So that, so that Brian doesn't have to, you you ever seen leather?
0: the Lex Luger chair from yep. that old magazine cover. There you go. He's got the giant thing. It, it's it's a beautiful wicker chair. Yeah, I am a fan of wicker furniture, as it turns out. Uh, so <laughs> Kofi Kingston comes out. He's great. Gets great ovation. Yep. So all those turds that were saying, "Oh, Kofi ain't gonna be over," it is main event. Uh, yeah, he's still over. It still works, even yep. though he didn't win. It it it, it goes on. Shane continues his bad night by saying his first chance ever. And I'm like, you just showed a clip of him losing in the elimination chamber for the title.
1: Yeah. But- I, I, It's a weird thing. I've noticed a lot of times that they, they they're doing that more often on both shows. Now they're not counting multi-man matches as a, a true opportunity. Like a title opportunity is just mano a mano. And that's it. I'm like, well, that's not necessarily true because you know he could have pinned anybody and, and won the elimination chamber. Still would have been champion. It's still an opportunity. Like the the uh, revisionist history does not bode well.
0: A lot of people saying, "Oh, this should have been Mustafa. This was not all intended for Mustafa was Ali, not, guys. This is
1: not going to be. This is not, not going to be his thing. I don't this think. was uh, yeah.
0: a, a product of good booking, a, a great replacement, and the unfortunate situation that involved Mustafa Ali." Vince McMahon comes out, he gets a great ovation and tells Kofi that he's appreciated everything that he does has done over the last 11 years, but that he needs a box office attraction and he needs star power and brings out Kevin Owens. And you know, the rumor is Kevin Owens brought back as a face and a lot of people, even people backstage said, this isn't the way to do it. But as the show went on, It was the way to do it, at least as of right now, because I'm interested and I can't wait to watch the show next week. But Kevin Owens sits at the table and uh, New Day are not happy about the change. More Big E than Xavier, Big E and Xavier than Kofi, which I think is great because you have Kofi just like dejected as he should be. He's not audibly bitching about it, but Big E and Xavier are. And that's the way to go about it to where Kofi doesn't need to complain. Biggie and Xavier are doing that form, and I think that made him look better. Even
1: yeah, this was this was interesting. Uh, yeah, he did get an ovation. I mean, Vince always gets an ovation, but but as soon as that that music hit, I was like, oh Jesus, God, no, Vince, what 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 is happening? Because because as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh well, Vince is going to replace Kofi because they did the exact same thing with Becky and Charlotte, and they only have like six ideas. So this is just going to do this one again with with Vince on the for, for mania again it's just weird and I thought to myself I was absolutely certain that the guy he was going to pull from the back was Randy Orton oh, because man because that's the guy everyone could 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 be against that or whatever um but when it was Kevin Owens I was like well this is interesting um and I wonder how at the time I wondered how the Kevin Owens, who is hand-plucked to be a box office attraction for a fast lane main event by the same man who he beat the hell out of a year ago. That's, that's the Vince McMahon way of doing things. Absolutely. I mean, you, you Being
0: the me Elite up? runs a gag about it. Yeah. Where they're like, you got to show me something. And then Flip Gordon kicks him in the face, and they're like, yeah, I love it. That's – and Vince McMahon – halfway parodied their parody at one point
1: yeah so yeah. i
0: mean it's it's it's, it's i mean yeah, it's it got it got aj styles more opportunities
1: yeah but uh, I, I was i was wondering how that kevin owens uh was going to jibe with family man ap- ap- almost dropped his phone gets in an argument with his son about popcorn change at the movies how those two guys were going to coincide and honestly uh, we'll talk about this about the show i thought they melded pretty well
0: yeah, uh, this segment is what I would call good shit pal. And um, afterwards, backstage, Kevin Owens is like, Hey, Stephanie, hey, Shane, I know you all didn't know. Doesn't matter when I knew, but let me team with Kofi tonight to take on AJ and Rowan. I thought that was good. I mean, you, you told me that you had that that reaction of this is interesting I don't know that I would have had that same reaction if Randy Orton was involved.
1: Oh God, no! I would, I would. It would have been utter dread.
0: I would have been like, ah, I mean, I see what they're doing, but but no, no, uh,
1: what they're doing would have been a, a lame parody of what they did with Charlotte and Beth.
0: I know, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. I'll wait and see how that goes. I don't know if there's some grander plan with Vince McMahon and what he's doing to this yeah, degree. No, well, Maybe there isn't.
1: If 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 there is if there is a long-term storyline where where Triple H cause because there, there's, there's there's now it's out that Triple H and Vince might have had different opinions about what to do with these NXT guys now that they're all called up. But and then on screen, Stephanie and Shane now twice have been undercut and gone over their heads by their dad, Vince McMahon. If this is a long-term storyline, to do a a McMahon versus McMahon thing where where now there's a usurpation of the throne by the younger McMahon clan over Vince and like you you could figure out a way of making that actually compelling television, but I don't somebody, know if that's a thing or not.
0: Somebody asks if I meant Daniel. I, I guess that maybe I misspoke. You said, AJ. You said AJ. okay, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, uh, Kofi and Kevin Owens against Rowan and Daniel Bryan. This was very good. I'm very interested in it. That's the thing. I like not knowing. I like not being able to guess what's gonna happen next. Or I like I like when I can reach out to people and they're like, I don't know where it's going, and I'm interested. That I even like seeing that. Yeah. That happened again, and I've not heard a thing about Gargano and Cesaro. That was supposed to happen tonight. I asked people backstage, they didn't know. I got really I got really vague, generic, like wink ha answers from that from the the two people that i asked but the bar is out to the ring and the hardy boys are back minus about 15 pounds on matt hardy yeah he's in 1999 shape my god
1: he looked good he looked great yeah i've seen some stuff on social media uh he he uh he he, he deleted some pounds
0: god damn it
1: god damn it god
0: damn it alex <laughs> They take over on the bar. Jeff Hardy does a nice tope con hilo off of Matt's back. During the commercial, Jeff Hardy eats a Cesaro swing and a nice reverse suplex from Sheamus. Jeff Hardy does a great whisper in the wind, and they are definitely in Hardy country. This crowd was hot for the yeah. Hardys, Alex.
1: Yeah, if you're going to bring back Matt Hardy and have the Hardy boys team again, North Carolina is the place to do it. So, yeah, that that was... that was uh, That was as good a decision as um, debuting the four NXT guys in Lafayette was a bad decision.
0: (laughs) We'll get to that in in a moment because I do want to talk about that. I haven't seen Matt Hardy move like he moved tonight in a long time. Yeah,
1: yeah. He
0: didn't look like he was in pain in the ring. Yep. That made me happy. He had a middle rope elbow. Cool. And I mean, not like one where he lands on his feet. He went down on that. So that was cool. Uh, twist of fate and a swanton land for the win. A great crowd for this one, Alex.
1: Yeah, no, this was, they they were, they were amped. They were into it. Um, Uh, it's again, this is a thing where we have, um, where we, we talked about this, that that they were advertising Gargano versus Cesaro one-on-one, uh, Gargano even promoted on Twitter as a, as a dream match. You didn't even know you needed to see. Um, and then, but, but the bar, um. As, as this venerable tag team on um, on SmackDown now, kind of you know almost uh, out venerabled by the Hardy Boys who've been doing it for even longer. Uh, I, I'm interested in this, and again, somebody was saying when I when I objected to the revival getting beat by Alistair Black and and Ricochet last night, they were saying, well, you couldn't have the revival revival beat them, and I agree. You can't have the Revival beat them, but you could have had Alistair Black and Ricochet fight somebody else, and then I realized, yeah. who? Who well, yeah. would they fight? Along? Oh, that,
0: we did a FightfulSelect.com uh, booksit podcast ahead of the call-ups. Cheap plug, there you go, subscribe. It was tough picking a team to contend for those raw tag team titles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our, our ultimate decision was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. <laughs> that was <Yeah. laughs> that was the ultimate decision, and that ain't happening. It's rough. Meanwhile, the Hardys are back, and they're on SmackDown. SmackDown's tag division runs like 10 deep. Yeah. If they if they brought back Sanity or the Good Brothers and built them up for a month and a half or two months now, or whatever, however the hell long it is before WrestleMania, I'd be more okay with that than anybody on yeah. Raw that is yeah. healthy right now because Rezar and Akum are not. Right. What did you think of our boy friend of fightful Pat McAfee just hitting <laughs> on Lafayette
1: Man I it's 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 a take uh, I'll say that <laughs>
0: I laughed my ass
1: you, off. I, I I laughed I, you know there were people it that I laughed too I'm I'm of two minds on Pat and McAfee I could take him or leave him sometimes more maybe 60 40 take him um but uh it's an interesting deal. Like you don't normally have, have the company like shitting all over a section of their fans. Um, Are you kidding me? WWE has done that for decades. Not, but yeah, but
0: I mean, WWE literally had triple H come out there and say, if I don't get what I want, I'll riot. Me and my friend Mark will stop watching. Oh, and by the way, I don't think out of WrestleMania season, they ever hit a 3.15 again after that promo. That's
1: true. So uh, it, it's, it's, it was, well, I guess my set is the messenger seemed odd. Like here's this guy doing his first, like outside of an NXT takeover pre-show during his first media for the company, like just taking a big old dump ski all over uh, Lafayette, Louisiana was, was an interesting take. Um, all right. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. I'm I want to see if this begins a trend.
0: You know what? I'll take it over the shills that they have on there because at least he can be entertaining. Yes. I'll take it. Uh, No disrespect to Sam Roberts. I enjoy his interviews. I think he's a great interviewer. Uh, I I prefer him to Rosenberg or Coach or whoever that guy is they got on uh, YouTube. By the way, WWE hit 40 billion views and like 30 million subscribers, which, or maybe it's the opposite, but either way, you know, some of those are questionable, but that's something they touted tonight. Another thing they touted was a honky tonk man video. He's going into the Hall of Fame, and R Truth had to sit through that video and a commercial in the ring because they brought him out. What are your thoughts on the honky tonk man going into the Hall of Fame, Alex?
1: My first thought was he's not already in like <laughs> he's one of those guys that like was you know he's the the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and he retired like what twenty five years ago like oh, he field... still he
0: no, he still wrestles
1: I, I'm, I, but as far as like from w w e he hasn't been in w w e you know wrestling twenty years ago um it doesn't it didn't make sense to me that he that he wasn't in the... if you would ask me. Um, okay, name everybody in the Hall of Fame. There's no way I wouldn't have included Honky Tonk Man within the first thirty names that I that I mentioned. So I, I'm I, I'm glad he's in. Like it's long overdue. It's you know the Honky Tonk Man. Hey, listen, if if you were one of the characters I could select in the big WrestleMania arcade game that was so awesome, uh, yeah, you, you should be in the Hall of Fame. All those guys in the Hall of Fame. How long was he Intercontinental Champion? Uh gosh, I don't remember the name. The 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 rain was forever. I'm not really sure how many days it was. It was. Uh I don't particularly
0: have any. Me- he was just before my time, to be yeah, honest. But, with
1: listen, the, the, the guy was. This, this is what I did like about it. He was obviously an Elvis impersonator who insisted he had never heard of Elvis Presley. Yeah, that that is very meta for like 1989. Like that. <laughs> that's that's actually pretty good but um but listen he was entertaining what more can you want from from that from that era where it's marketed almost entirely to, to to kids yeah he was super entertaining
0: my my memories of him are limited to i think a 1998 appearance in WWF and him being a character in some of the early WWF video games yep. those are yep really what i have uh, we will talk more to uh, jimmy van about that i think he's got probably some more memories of the honky tonk man. Uh, that's on Wednesday's list and your boy podcast. Make sure you guys check that out. Our truth is out for United States championship open challenge, which was oddly kept secretive backstage. I mentioned on select WDB is very fearful that scripts are getting out again and are <laughs> feeding people varying degrees of info and different pieces of info. It's, Pretty wild. I mean, I saw something similar to it last year when, quite frankly, they threatened to sue us. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, this is this is almost a different initiative I, I'm experiencing right now. But uh, like, I mean, last night in particular, I know that three or four different outlets got different information about Charlotte's whereabouts. It was is, it was wild.
1: This is what they used to do in WW two. They'd like have spies yeah. plant false information. There's this one. Sm- There's won't take very long. There's one thing where they found a guy who had like apparently fallen out of a plane onto this beach, and on him he had these secret plans that were all encrypted. Ah, uh, yeah, in, in a code that that they knew that the Nazis had access to that code, and they in this in this dead guy's pocket was plans for a battle of how they were going to do it that was encrypted so that they knew the Nazis would break the code and be prepared for a battle that was never going to happen. That's what WWE is doing with you, my friend. Hey sending out false information on purpose. Respect to them. That's their they're they're well within their rights to do that.
0: Counterintelligence, (laughs) man. It's my job to decipher it. So hey more power to them. WWE, as I mentioned, oddly secretive about our truth opponent. He says that John Cena inspired him when he was a child. Yeah, that's true. I love that. Because you know, R-Truth is eight years older than John Cena. They De- debuted well before John Cena did. Yeah. This was yeah. good. Andrade and Ray tease the uh <laughs> tease coming out there. They they try to they basically mace and puff daddy each other yeah. in the Mo Money Mo Problems video to get yeah. this match. And R-Truth goes, what would John Cena do? And Carmella says, Face both of them, and truth goes, well, I was thinking neither, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is definitely not what John Cena would have done. They have gotten their
0: money's worth out of this act
1: they really have they really have honestly, they've gotten so much money out of it, I was absolutely certain that either Andrade or Ray was going to win the title in this match um and then and then face the the one would face the other at fast lane um. I mean, my my, my dream match on, on SmackDown right now is to let Mustafa work Andrade and just let them kill each other uh, because Andrade's so great when you let him actually work and Mustafa, you know, will, will take whatever. I mean, I'm assuming this guy, Mustafa, will be uh, cleared at some point from his concussion. I want him to have a mania match and I was hoping against hope it might be for the US title versus Andrade. But then again, you know, I hope against hope uh, for, for Mustafa things all the time. He's my boy.
0: Well, our truth pulls a Tommy Dreamer and he looks at them both and he says, I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. <laughs> it, it, maybe you are in a similar situation. Maybe you're faced with a similar decision where you've got choice to the right, choice to the left. And they're down for whatever, but you got that performance anxiety. You 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 you're worried. I mean, maybe your performance in the past has been fine, but faced with a new challenge, you just never know what might happen. Fortunately, Blue Chew is gonna give you more than a seven-second dance break, my friends. You'll be dancing all, all, all night long with Blue Chew. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. you know they work, but they're better, they're faster, and they're cheaper. No matter how many dance partners you have. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises, even if it's an open challenge. Prescribed online and shipped straight to your door, kind of like Ray and Andrade came to our truth door, just knocking, let me in. I got to see what all the fuss is about. What's causing all of this? BlueChew.com, code Fightful. You don't have to wait at the pharmacy. You don't have to go in person to the doctor. No more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since they prepare and ship direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And how about this? Free. Free! Free. Use that code fightful. We'll just pay $5 shipping. Hit them up at GetBlueChew on Twitter. Let them know you heard about them from us. Man r truth defended the crown just like you will too. If you use blue chew, what'd you think of this
1: match, Alex? I loved it. Yeah, it was great. Um, you got uh, r truth, who's who's you know still a great worker at fifty eight years old, and um, he's he's uh, he's in there with two guys who are at the top of their game. It's amazing to me that Rey Mysterio is at the top of his game and he's like fifty one years old. Like this is it's it's kind of amazing to watch these guys work. Uh Andrade is otherworldly like he's really 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 good. Uh and and everybody was on the top of their game in this in this thing. I honestly uh like I said I was cons- I was certain that either Ray or Andrade was going to win. Um and, and, but you know you got you got to give r truth at least a chance at, at at contending. So I I love you have uh, a a a US title open challenge where the outcome is actually in doubt. Because usually with these things, the guy who comes out really doesn't have much of a chance. It's more of a a showcase match um, for them to lose. But this was actually in doubt the whole whole way. I loved it.
0: I joked with Jimmy Van on Twitter. I got to get those stem cells in my my new contract. I mean, my God, man. Andrade power bombs Truth to the floor, catches Ray with a sliding drop kick. Uh, We come back to see Ray and Truth landing one of the goddamnedest spots I've seen. A doomsday you and yeah. it hit perfect. Alex, that is perfect. maybe the best one I've ever seen.
1: Uh, again, you know, these guys, these guys are, are being given the green light on some crazy new innovative stuff. And I, and I love it.
0: Andrade cracked Ray with again, one of the all time best spinning back elbows I've seen. And Andrade isn't hurting people with these. No, they look good. They sound good.
1: Yeah. They sound great. Um, it, 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 I, I mean, 98% of the time it's hitting like with the meat of the triceps. So there's no chance of getting elbow bone to eye socket, which is what you got to worry about with one of those that things. not going
0: to get Kota Ibushi and put out for two months. Exactly. Ray hits a six, one, nine, but is rolled up by truth and pinned. I was pleasantly surprised by that. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. It's, it's within the realm of believability. Our truth and Carmela just man Carmella is especially just gets mileage she doesn't have to be in the ring she's there with the oh. US champion she's doing great our truth is great i am just over the moon about how the mileage that they've gotten out of this
1: yeah um i i agree uh it's this has been really really excellent um <clears throat> the thing about it is that that um uh, i'm just happy to see our truth back wrestling again i mean he was obviously beaten up so badly by Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev, I think it was 84 days ago, that it's really nice to see him um, back again. It feels like he's been off TV for months. Um, so I don't know if there's plans in the works for him to face either of these guys, both these guys, again, at Fastlane something, but U.S. title should be defended often. Charlotte Flair is
0: out. She runs down Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey and says that she saved WrestleMania. She doesn't like Ronda Rousey disrespecting the championship and used Rousey's own words against her. I thought that was a real nice touch for a forgotten promo, a promo that I wish I would have forgotten, quite frankly, where Ronda Rousey said that uh, when champions don't get to pick and choose, and if they do, they need to step aside if they can't handle it. And Charlotte says, you know what? I don't appreciate Rousey disrespecting that championship, so I will accept it on Monday. Good heel promo. This is the Charlotte we've been needing yeah. this is the Charlotte that can carry a brand
1: yes uh, absolutely it's um it's <clears throat> I, I I like this I, I think that it's it's really great she's doing excellent work um they're 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 making this triple threat that I still think is unnecessary into a must-see match so I mean would I prefer that it was just Becky and Rhonda still yes I would But if they're going to give me this, at least they're making that great. So, okay, fine. The one problem I have with this is that this is a Raw title match that is taking up the biggest women's segment of your Tuesday night show. Like, Asuka lost clean last week to Mandy Rose, and to correct me if I'm wrong, there was no mention of any of that this week. There's no storyline for the SmackDown Women's title right now. I mean,
0: there there always has been a push to wear, or not always, recent years where you don't have to have everybody on every show but oscar no. wasn't on that show for like a month and I- i'm okay with charlotte being on this show because she's a smackdown superstar right right and either her or becky lynch are going to be returned to smackdown at least for one week right after wrestlemania uh something i didn't like lacey evans this is just, I'm told Triple H is actually the one high on her. Both her, he and Vince McMahon are high on her. Well, Triple mean, H thinks that she can be a hit with, with kids particularly, but.
1: Okay, she's a leggy, tall blonde who is stuck in the 1950s. Of course Vince is high, high <laughs> on her. Like, it's perfect for him. Uh, I mean, the one thing is, is that maybe it's one of those things where, like, she stopped, her body stopped aging in 1953, but her mind is like super senile. So she's just wandering out somewhere and saying, hi, Maybe is that your gimmick? Because I don't know what you're doing out here. Like when's the great anything.
0: balls of fire pay-per-view?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, see, if they did that, that would be funny. That's yeah. clever. Do something like that as opposed to wandering down the ramp, stopping to like pull off your little gloves and then wandering back up the ramp that does nothing for anyone.
0: She's calling out Mildred Burke and shit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they don't have
0: comedy characters on the women's side like that, really. No, and I think look, they could benefit from that.
1: But usually, see, like comedy in WWE is all is almost all wacky. And I would like somebody who's actually in, in a way of being clever is that this is if if she thinks that it's actually 1953 and she's calling out like women wrestlers of the time and expecting them to come down to the ring, and when they don't, she gets upset. like that could be clever. You could actually figure out something to do. Whatever that is, it's not a fully formed idea. it's probably crap, but it's better than wandering down the ramp and wandering back up and again.
0: I had somebody in the chat saying, oh, I'm telling you, this is leading to a end of the brand split. No, it is not. Fox wants SmackDown to yeah, have an exclusive yeah, yeah. roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $1 billion means more than whatever suspicions you might have. AJ Styles is backstage, says he's going to stop listening to critics and step up to the next challenger. Randy Orton shows up and takes exception to the house that AJ Styles built. So it's just speculation at this point. Looks like they'll have something at Fastlane.
1: Yeah, fast lane. If not fast lane, they'll have the uh, Randy Orton uh, slash Seth Rollins memorial twenty fourteen. How can we have an amazing RKO finish in this non title uh, match from the first hour of Mania that has an unforgettable ending? And you can't tell me one other thing that happened in that Rollins Randy Orton match from 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 several years yeah. ago. Yeah, you know Lana approaches
0: Alistair Black and Ricochet. And Ricochet says that he or uh, says that she doesn't see the fuss with Ricochet. I can't tell you how opposite this is of the real Ricochet. Like yeah. they always say that your character should be you turned up to 11. Whatever they're doing on TV, that is not Ricochet. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's a very confident person. Uh, they also made Alistair Black do this weird promo that ends in his catchphrase yeah. I do not look forward to. Because I'm Alistair Black, and you will fade to Black. I hate that stuff. Just like yeah. I hate... Because I'm Sasha Banks, and I'm the boss. Yeah. I, like, that's why... That's because? Okay, whatever. Listen,
1: listen they started calling uh, Aleister Black the Dutch Destroyer about five minutes ago. Uh, and it's just... It's like... You could have started calling him that at any point. He was been in NXT for two years. They could have, he's been,
0: And he's actually been Dutch forever.
1: Yes, it's, that's true. <laughs> but, but yeah, at some point, they could have started using that. But oh, no, they had to start using it when he was going to be called to the main roster. Of course. Yeah,
0: sure. This match went over time, by the way, I'm told. Uh, Ricochet gets isolated, worked over early, makes the hot tag to Black. I see this in the ring, and I'm like, man, Alistair Black versus Nakamura, I, I need... A new Japan version of Nakamura, though one that's really going to lay it in there. Ricochet hot tags in, gets a nice string of offense before Rusev stops him with a real good-looking swinging slam. Uh, not quite the the old Billy Gunn gunslinger, but a nice swinging slam. I, I like that Rusev is always working to do things a little bit differently in that regard. Nakamura does that great sleeper suplex, walks into back ma- Black Mass, and the new guys win. What'd you think?
1: I mean, I'm I'm better. I'm uh, more okay with them beating Rusev and Nakamura in what I believe is Rusev and Nakamura's first official real real tag match together.
0: No, so no, they've they've had a couple.
1: But 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 that was like, oh well, I'll trust you this once. Like I feel yeah, like kind that, of yeah. But but this is like okay, we're we're a team now. Lana's you know talking us up on social media all the time. They're official tag team. Okay, fine. I'm actually fine with these two guys being a tag team. It makes sense. I love the idea there was this great um, backstage promo where where Rusev talked in Bulgarian and Shinsuke talked in Japanese, and then Lana kind of translated for both of them. I like that's a gimmick I can get behind. Let's do that. Um, but this match was great. You know, I mean, not great, not great, but but I love the idea of seeing things like Alistair Black versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, in the ring together like, oh, well, I didn't know I needed to see this. And also, Ricochet against a big dude like Rusev, like really holding his own because, you know, you think of him as being smaller, but he can do so many things.
0: Little known fact, Rusev and Nakamura actually beat Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles last July on SmackDown. Hmm. If you guys are watching live on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up and subscribe. I can't tell you how much that helps us. Leave a comment after the show. Also, if uh, you want to help us out, Head on over to iTunes. A lot of you watch on YouTube, so we don't have as many iTunes reviews as a lot of people. And uh, that keeps a lot of people on iTunes from seeing us. We don't hit a lot of their top charts because we do have such a a following on YouTube. So if you go over to iTunes and leave us a nice review, that would greatly be appreciated. Same goes for Stitcher. Anywhere you can really leave a review, it really, really helps us a lot. And uh, that would be appreciated. Main event time. Kevin Owens and Kofi Kingston defeated Daniel Bryan and Rowan. This was another fun one. And I say this often, and and, I mean, it's Rowan's first match in a while, so I got to say it again. He does not get enough credit for always trying to evolve in the ring. He does a lot of different things that I like a lot. I don't know if it's the type of thing that will ever work in a even mid-card singles role, but for what he does, he does it really well. What Kevin Owens did well is a Crazy goddamn Tope Conhilo over the top rope. His first match back from double knee surgery. Wow.
1: Yeah. Um, right a- in the ass bone. <laughs> he uh, he doesn't give a shit. Like he's 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 fearless. I mean he's he's great. I I, I missed that great uh, big you know surly teddy bear. I missed him. Um, I, 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 I've always, I've always loved Kevin Owens, and you know, he, he, I realize that it's only been gone since October. It feels like much longer because he's got such a presence on whatever show he's on. Um, and I, I really, really, really enjoyed this.
0: This was good. Kofi gets worked over. Brian does an amazing superplex spot, and the label lock is applied. Kofi gets to the ropes. And as Brian sets up for his third drop kick in a row, Kofi does the mushroom stomp, a great addition to his arsenal. Love it. Uh, another example of a guy evolving, not staying comfortable with the same old stuff he's done forever. Owens is in and he's throwing some stiff clotheslines. Yeah. He yeah, really like got Brian in the corner. Uh KO super kicks Rowan, then does a sit-down pop-up power bomb to Daniel Bryan. And I thought, interesting. Yeah. And then when Brian kicked out, I said, "Even more interesting." Yeah, was I alone? And immediately thinking, "God damn, he's going to the stunner."
1: Um, you, you you were. I, I mean, as far as between the two of us, I did not think that when when Brian kicked out of um, the the pop up power bomb sit out. I thought a either a this is going to a DQ or something, or b they're actually going to give Kofi the win here. And, and, you know, make like Kofi seem like he actually does deserve it more or whatever, because, you know, because that's Kevin Owens' finishing move. I did not think for a second, oh no, he's going to start winning, winning matches with the stone cold goddamn stunner, uh, because that just would not have crossed my mind.
0: Uh, Because he's used it so much in the past. I was like, well, here, here's why I didn't think it was going to end in a DQ because Daniel Bryan kicked out. I thought if it ended in a DQ, it was going to be right there. Right. Because usually they don't have somebody kick out of a finish like that. Uh, Rowan throws KO over the announce table, and Kofi takes out Rowan with a beautiful trust fall that he has to be incredibly
1: trusting to do to one person. To one person, yeah. And that, it, didn't, it was not a super clean landing.
0: When, but when I saw Brian kick out of that, I was like, oh, my gosh, he is going to the stunner. And he did, and I was like, oh, my God, it happened. Right. I love it. I love it. Why not? Who else is doing it? Nobody.
1: Well, Austin Beck- ain't walking through that door. Becky said it a couple of times at live events, but no, uh, uh, Kevin Owens is doing it. it. It makes sense for him. It's a, it's a great move for him to do. But it also, and I actually really like this, it muddies the waters even further about his true motivations. Uh, anybody who is the hand-picked champion of um of uh of Vince McMahon is not to be trusted. Period, and we've always known that. So, there's that. But backstage, he seems very affable and he talk, and he talks he he talks about how Kofi is as just deserving as he is, but he was of some opportunity, what's he going to do say no? That makes perfect sense to me as well. But I kept waiting because it's Kevin Owens and because he's Vince McMahon's hand-picked champion, I kept waiting for him to attack Kofi during this match. But he didn't. Like these guys, you know, they, 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 they had a little trash talk at some point around the corner, but they didn't ever come to blows. It makes sense. And everyone's saying, oh, well, you know what this means? This means we get Kofi versus Brian at Mania. And yeah, maybe, probably. But I'm I'm here just for this story with, with, with Kevin Owens and Daniel Bryan because I know those two men at least are going to pitch to have a, a, a conversation between them next week where Kevin Owens talks to Daniel Bryan and says, hey, remember last year at Mania where me and Sammy were trying to tell you that this guy, the guy you are right now, is the guy you should be? How about a thank you? Yeah. How about a you were right, Kev? How about how about a thanks you for making me see the light and now I'm a champion because I listened to you, Kevin Owens? Like that would be a great thing. And it's it's all in canon. Like, have a way of actually bringing that up.
0: But I don't know if Kevin Owens is going to portray that type of attitude. We don't really know what type of persona he's exactly. going to implement. Who knows? Who knows? It's Mother News. Falaba resigns with Impact Wrestling. How does this change your life, Alex? It does not. I do like Falaba, though. I,
1: I, do, I, I like him. Whether or not he's on Impact does not change my life. <laughs> he and KM
0: are hilarious. Yeah. Hilarious. They are uh, very, very entertaining. Um, Batista says in response to, is The Rock a good actor? Fuck no. <laughs> I, you think this is him angling for a match? Because he should be.
1: Why, why wouldn't you?
0: I don't know why you wouldn't run The Rock versus Batista at a WrestleMania.
1: Why, why would you not do that?
0: Like, hey, how about the guy from The Fast and the Furious versus the guy who is Drax? Yeah, uh, I think that's a pretty solid one. Yeah, A lot of people questioning why Charlotte didn't bring up Batista.
1: What's she going to say? <laughs> I challenged Batista to a match at WrestleMania. Like, what are you going to do?
0: Vince pulls his own son-in-law out of the match. Charlotte's in the match. <laughs> uh,
1: thank you guys for
0: the Super Chats and the donation. A reminder, guys, if you all uh, submit a Super Chat or a donation on our live YouTube channel, we will answer your question. But subscribers to fightful select i'm doing a bonus q a show this week if you subscribe you can ask unlimited questions i do answer them all so uh that will be posted later this week subscribe go ahead and get your questions in it can be about wrestling it can be about fightful it can be about freaking baseball if you want uh that ain't for everybody and i try to keep non-wrestling stuff towards the end of the show but uh, lots going on over there on Fightful Select. We have the NXT 205 Live UK review podcast. We have the Weekender, which reviews non-WWE stuff from NWA to Being the Elite to uh, independent, just independent wrestling in general. Lots of good stuff. I have the Fightful Report podcast where I take a look at the weekly ahead of it being released and uh, give you contract updates, injury updates, and stats from this week's Raw and SmackDown. Of course, one tier up. You get features, interviews, uh videos, uh the Fightful Wrestling Weekly early. That is the most direct way to support fightful.com. But on Wednesday, myself and Jimmy Van will be here. If you miss that show, you are missing out. We're talking impact, Anthem, GFW, this weird situation where they deleted the master
1: tapes. Man, you know, uh <laughs> ex- boy. External hard drives are like, you know. 3999 down at Target. Playboy, I have backups of
0: everything on Fightful. <laughs> of everything.
1: Ooh, we, got, be, we, we needed storage space, so we deleted all the master tapes. What the hell? Oh,
0: yeah. Me and Jimmy are gonna be talking about AEW. We're gonna be talking about The Undertaker, Bruce Pritcher to WWE. You're gonna hear from Shane Helms talking about uh his friendship, relationship with Roman Reigns as he, you know, he tag teamed with uh Roman Reigns' brother, Rosie, for a long time, so lots of good stuff there. This weekend, UFC, this show is stacked. Even if you're a casual fan, don't sleep on our live coverages. We have hundreds of people that join in on these live coverages on uh, UFC weekends now. It is a blast. The Talking MMA community is great. We have a good pick em. but John Jones in action against Anthony Smith. A journeyman who just exploded onto the light heavyweight scene. Tyron Woodley defending against Kamara Usman. You have Ben Askren finally undefeated. Facing former champion Robbie Lawler. You have former champion Cody Garbrandt in action. Mickey Gall, the guy who beat the brakes off of CM Punk. Facing the uh, last remaining fighter from the Ultimate Fighter Season 1, Diego Sanchez. It is going to be a good time Saturday night. I am excited to cover this show. Uh UFC nights are my most brutal nights. And me and Jeremy Lambert were talking about how excited we are for this show. So make sure you guys tune in. We did a full preview on that. Alex, what do you got going on this week?
1: Well, uh more, more snow, and then uh after after the snow, it warms up and then my basement floods. Dude, it, so it's barely snowed here. Yeah, you're you're very lucky. It is it is it's one of the it's the most snow. In the 10 years that I have lived in Wisconsin, with the exception of one crazy blizzard that like dumped four feet one year. Ooh. But, but, uh, yeah, no, this, uh, this is, uh, this is good enough reason for me to move to like Arizona or something.
0: Man, I thought when we had some bad winters a few years ago, I thought about it, but it's kind of calmed down. In fact, I got my gas tank filled up and it looked mild enough. I was like, eh, just go halfway. Working with half. Don't feel like paying $700 to have you fill up the whole thing. But um, yeah, man, lots of stuff going on at Fightful. Uh, We've got interviews all over the place. I'm releasing articles from Hangman Page, who said uh, that he has heard, Alex, of offers doubling since AEW came on the scene. Wow. Uh, That's promising, right? Yeah. Lots of people. I mean, right now, it's kind of in a lull. Right now, it's sure. kind of quiet, and I, I think all elite wrestling is kind of wise to do that for WrestleMania season. Let Wrestle let WWE have not like they could take it away, but right. But you're not going to outdo what WWE does right now, right? So lie and wait, and then after WrestleMania and after the Superstar Shakeup, come back with an aggressive attack. Absolutely, guys. Thank you all so much. Leave a thumbs up. Fightful. Subscribe.